Hey, 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 everybody. Thank y'all for checking in to the Floor Masters podcast. Of course, we have another amazing show. This show right here is something special because uh, I'm going through the situation that needs this knowledge. So it's another amazing guest, another amazing topic, and you guys are in for a treat. Before we hop into the uh, the nuggets of this episode, I want to take this time to shout out our sponsors, the National Tile Contractors Association. Of course, like I always say, it's an amazing organization, amazing association. It's It doesn't get any better. If you want to learn about tile, you want to know anything about tile, you want to be good at tile, check out the National Tile Contractors Association. There's always resources, always knowledge to be given, always things to be picked up. If you don't know about them, go check out them. Do it today and you, you won't regret it. So we're going to hop into it. I'm going to introduce my guest and I'm going to do my best to get this name right. And I feel like I'm already messing it up, but correct me if I'm wrong. Y'all, and this is my guest, uh, Mr. Lewis. I'm please, please do, do me a favor. Introduce yourself. Tell the people what you do, how you do it, where you do it, why you do it and all that good jazz. I love it. I love it. I appreciate you having on me, having me on here. It's an honor, and I'm excited to dive into the topic. My name is Louis Vanderhoek, and I work with contractors building websites, diving deep into the SEO world um, to try and actually get a return on the work that we do for contractors. Um, you know, unlike a lot of people in the industry who you know say that they're going to give you a fifty dollar a month deal. Um, we charge a lot more than that, but we, we like to get results for our clients. So that's a nutshell of what we do. That's my name, and uh, I'm excited to be here. I appreciate it. So, um, Louis Vander Balk. I said it right. That's right. You nailed it. Damn, I got it. I got it, because I was going to mess it up the first time. Please forgive me. I'm very forgetful. Y'all, don't, don't judge me and, you know, talk about me and say, oh, you don't know his guest name. I forget names the minute somebody tells it to me. So there's no difference. There's no difference. You told me your name, I would forget it. If you tell me a nickname, I can remember. But your real government name, for whatever reason, my mind says, this isn't important. <laughs> and you have to hear it seven times before it sticks. So um, I love it. I, uh, I, I used to be called, um, here, here's a little nugget that a lot of people online don't know, but um, at, at one of my previous jobs, they used to call me 610. Because uh, I'm, I'm actually six foot eight, but uh, they, for whatever reason, the, the Russ was the guy there that uh, was was my boss, and he was like, "Hey, six ten, how's it going?" And then it just stuck, and uh, he thought I was six ten, and so that's what everybody called me. So you can, you can call me six ten throughout this interview if hey, you want. Look, it sounds better. It just sounds better than six eight six ten. This is a cool name, but you know, in contractor world, we always say round up. So that maybe that's what he was doing. That's right. He just he just missed the last couple of inches, but, yeah. but it works for me. So um, today's topic is understanding SEO to increase revenue. I know this has to be huge for a lot of contractors. Um, and I'm specifically talking about contractors because I'm I'm sure there's a lot of businesses that uh, understand SEO, understand the importance of it. I feel like I could be wrong, but I feel like contractors struggle with this part because we know how to use our hands. We don't understand the SEO part of it. Um, even if somebody tells it to us, we don't understand what they're talking about. All we know is we want it to work for us. 
But without that understanding of how it works, it falls short and then things don't work out how we want to. So that's why I brought Lewis on the show to break down this whole SEO game so we can increase revenue. One thing I want to mention is because I heard him say it uh, in the beginning, he charges for this kind of stuff. Like, and it's not a, a small fee. And just looking at my own business, I can understand why. Because if you don't know how to do it, it's not going to happen. So just like with our, our jobs, our projects, it comes at a cost and it's a fair price. I'm not going to even say it's a high price. It's a fair price. So, Lewis, do us a favor. Get us contractors started on understanding SEO, wherever that is. I love it. Yeah, and I, I love what you said about the the price, right? Like, I mean, it's the same way that you're, you know, people are investing in your services to upgrade their home, you know, bring their dreams to life. Um, we like to say, you know, we're an investment. We're not a, a bill you have to pay. It's an investment. You know, there's there's a cost and we get to work. Um, just to, just to set the stage for SEO, for those that don't know, SEO is search engine optimization. Search engines could be anything from Google to Yahoo to DuckDuckGo. Google is the predominant one and has been for a long time. So that's the one you often hear, um, you know, talk about and whatnot. But, you know, you're still, if you optimize for Google, a lot of the other search engines are looking to follow the same sort of algorithms that Google is doing because Google's put a lot of money into it. So. Um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's a process, you know, you're not going to see instant results with SEO, um, like you would with turning on an ad, uh, you're not going to, you know, see overnight results. Typically what we see, depending on the competition is, um, you know, two to three to four months, um, to start seeing some return on that investment. So basically what we're doing is we're looking to optimize your website so that when, Someone, we'll take your business, Anthony. We'll take um, Simply Intricate Design. So say someone in Baton Rouge is looking for tile, for tile work, for tile repair, um, backsplashes, showers, you know, carpet installation, all the services that you offer. Ultimately, you want to be the one that shows up when they're searching, right? You know, you and I both know if we're looking for something, we don't go past the first page. We don't, uh, we don't scroll down very far. Um, to see what the other options are. If there's, you know, a couple good options at the top, right? So that's where we try and get clients because um, that's where the, the clicks are happening and that's where the money gets spent. So ultimately, in, in very simple terms, SEO is telling Google what you do, where you do it, and then they match up the people who are looking for the services that you mentioned on your site with your site um, because they want... They want their search engine to be the one that people use. And for the best um, service, the best experience that they can give people looking, the better. So if they can match someone up with an authoritative tile site, an authoritative contractor, um, and that person gets a good job done by that contractor, if that person, um, you know, can find the, the stuff that they need, if they spend a while on the site looking through, you know, maybe the maybe your tile site walks through some different things about, um, you know, question answering questions that, that the general consumer would have. Google likes that because it shows that, you know, it helps people stay on their search engine. It helps people, um, you know, ultimately get matched up with what they need. So that's, uh, you know, before we dive in too far, um, 
chime in with any questions or, or comments on that for sure. All right. So, um, first question is, is this only generated by a company's website activity? Like does, does, does anything else factor into, uh, the search engine optimization? When, when you say activity, you mean like how long they stay on your site and all that? Anything, I guess, uh, any kind of activity, is it only attached to a website or are there other, uh, means of influencing Google to, to, to put you higher on the scale? Cause I hear, I, when I, when I hear SEO, uh, I hear people say, um, a company site, but for some people, they might think that, well, I don't do much on my website, but I do a lot on Facebook or I do a lot on, uh, other social media platforms. Is Google only looking at your website? So yeah, typically what we're doing revolves around the website or the Google business listing. Facebook is, uh, it can be very powerful. Um, I, you know, we kind of try and have a, a holistic view. Typically the only time that Facebook pages would rank. So Facebook pages, business pages actually can rank in the search results, but typically that's when there's not enough websites to fill that homepage. Um, so, you know, in, in somewhere, it looks like you're about 250 population in your area. It's unlikely that, um, you know, a Facebook page would rank, but you know, there, there are some strategies that we help people with on Facebook. YouTube is another one, um, putting out content on YouTube. You can actually rank YouTube videos. So when someone's looking for tile work in the area, um, you know, you can rank a YouTube video for a specific term, whether it be backsplashes or, um, choosing the best backsplash design or how hard is a backsplash to install. Um, so there's, there's a lot of different ways. Um, so website, YouTube, and Google business listing. I said Google business listing last, but Google business listing is probably the biggest driver of business um, because people can just call directly from there. They see all the reviews, et cetera, um, and then maybe they pop into the website. Got it. Now, now that you mentioned uh, Google business listings and the reviews, the reviews don't put you any higher on the ranking, right? Cause I'm going to use myself. For example, I have 35, five-star reviews. That doesn't seem to be helping me. So how do, how so, do reviews so help re- us? Uh, does they do they only help once people find us and then they get to see the reviews? No. So actually reviews, do help. So there's, there's a lot of different factors. I think, um, you know, the, there's a list of like 200 plus factors that Google is looking at. Um, age of your Google business listing is a big one. Um, but there's, um, I like to go through like eight things that, that are important on your Google business listing. The more reviews you can get, the better, um, for, for a couple reasons. It's user generated content. So it's, you know, you can add all the stuff you want to your Google business listing, but this is someone outside your your company that's coming in and writing stuff about you, right? So it's user-generated content. Um, the big thing, though, is to reply to the review. So you like the review, and then you say, you know, hey, um, Sarah, I really appreciated you having us out to install a backslash in your, um, 
you know, Monticello uh, area or whatever, right? You know, West River Oaks or maybe, you know, so if you can put what you did and where you did it in the re review reply, that's another area that you can tell Google what you do and where you do it. So get as many reviews for both for social proof and also for um, user-generated content. And then in your reply, you can stick in some stuff that can help you to, um, you know, just tell Google more and more about what you do and where you do it. Ooh, we got to get a sound effect for that one because that, that was a key nugget right here. Make sure, make sure that you put where you did it, what you did in the review. I mean, in the review reply. I never heard this before. This is this is different. I'm going to have to start doing it because I replied to all of them, but I've never heard that you should put uh, the location and what you did in it because we just we just um, trying to influence Google that we all over the place. Yeah, so if you're working around, um, you know, in the different suburbs, basically, you know, that's an opportunity to just sprinkle more and more replies. Obviously, don't put people's addresses, um, but, uh, you know, talk about the area that you did it and, and say, you know, we, we loved it. And, and, and that's a way you can work it in without seeming too key, keyword stuffy, right? It's not like, you, you know, it seems very natural when you when you put it that way. Oh, man, look, I'm... I'm having fun because I'm learning something that I did not know that people just, I, I see, you know what I see, I see why you charge, <laughs> charge fair prices because people don't just tell you this. It seemed like something with all the information that we have uh, floating around on the internet, it seemed like this kind of stuff would be there, but it's not, mm -hmm. but it's there today. Well, a lot of people of like to hold it close to their chest, but why? you know, they, they don't want anybody to, to know it. And I'm like, I can tell you all day. And ultimately if you're, you know, you can take it and do it. And if you're a good fit, then we'll work together. But like I, the more people we can help, the, you know, just the rising tide lifts all those. Right. Yeah. Cause I mean, that that's, that's your Google review. You got somebody going around saying, Hey, look, Lewis, Lewis got, he got the knowledge, go see Lewis and he'll increase your SEO and your revenue. It, it it should make sense. I don't get it why people don't understand that, but whatever. That's me. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh, another another point that I heard you mention was keywords. I've I've tried. I was I was looking at Google before the episode, and I started watching YouTube on Google AdWords. Can you explain? What the hell? We what are we doing? Like, yeah. So keywords. I mean, there's there's a few different ways to to find them. There's some, um, you know, Ahrefs. Um, we use a we use something called um, Mangles for a lot of our our research on keywords. Um, you can get an extension called Keywords Everywhere, where you can just pay for um, a certain number of credits, and then you can you know kind of if you were to look at like Baton Rouge. And then, then look at keywords around tile, right? So we give you a bunch of different things that are, that are showing up there. Um, but keywords are important. Um, ultimately it comes down to what you do and where you do it. Um, because it's not just keywords, it's also location words, um, key location words where you want to work, right? Or where you want to show up for the services that you offer. So, um, you know, you can, you can make location pages on your website that are, 
you know, I'll, I'll just pull it up here um, and just kind of look at, at the area. You know, let's say you were looking to rank better in Marydale. Um, then you could even make a page around Marydale and you could do, you know, Marydale tile services or Marydale backslash services. And you could really dial in so that when people were searching in that area, um, you don't only tell them what you do, maybe you educate them as well um, on some of the common things that you see customers running into, you know, why do I need to get someone to do my tile? Um, you know, what? maybe you educate them on what kind of grout. Maybe you walk them through the same sort of thing that we're chatting about here, where you give them a lot of the information, but then um, it does a couple things. It positions you as the expert, but it also um, puts in keywords there that they're probably looking for anyway. And when they come and find the answers to their questions, they're already on your site, right? So then you've, you've got them seeing your work. They might poke around and see your gallery. Um, and so it just allows you to dominate more real estate online. Because ultimately, this is, a, this is a, a billboard, and you're just trying to get as many people to see it. So if you can put in the information that positions you as someone who has authority, who answers questions, then not only do people like it, but Google likes it because you're helping people. Um, and they, they want to you know, help people find the answers to their questions. All right. So that leads me to the next question. Um, first, you said that you can use keywords or make a page for a certain area. You're talking about making a page to add to your website, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, yeah, so this, this page, oh, go ahead. No, no, you, you finish. You got all the, you got all the knowledge. You need to be talking the entire time. <laughs> so basically this page, it doesn't have to, to show up on your navigation. Um, like if I look at your site, simply intricate, you know, you've got your services, drop downs, your gallery, FAQs and stuff. You can have as many pages as you want on the website. They don't have to show up in your navigation, but they'll still be indexed by Google. And so every page is another opportunity to grab people. Cause if you optimize your website perfectly, um, and, and grab all the keywords and, and show all the authority and all of that, it's conceivable that you could take the whole front page with a bunch of different pages of your website. Like we've had a few clients where three of their website pages take the top three spots on Google. Um, so the, there's, it's all about online real estate and, and essentially being a digital billboard so that people hop in, get their questions answered. Um, but yeah, so, so if we were to make one around Marydale, it would be just a separate page. You could do it showing up in the navigation or you could just have it linking from uh, a, another page on your site, but it's still out there for Google to find and show up in the um, search results. See, and that's like you going. I'm I'm gonna be wild this entire episode because uh, I'm y'all probably gonna think I'm stupid for all the stuff that I did not know, but I didn't know that you could have like a catalog of website pages and they just not be showing up like. I guess where the hell they at? They in the cloud? Like where, where, where are these pages? Like I don't, for the people that don't know. Well, they're, they're exactly the same type of page as every other page on your site. They're just not directly linkable from your navigation. So ultimately when, when you set up your navigation, you're just creating some, some quick links for people to hop in. Um, you can link from, uh, you know, a, another page or have a page where you lay out, you know, we've got these locations we serve and they're clickable links and they go to a page or you just have them 
so that they're they're indexable by Google. Um, but you know, we have one client that I think we're up to 200 pages on their site around answering different questions for you know the topics that people are looking for. But he's only got like he's got a pretty clean navigation where you know people don't get crazy lost on you know trying to navigate the site. But then when when people are searching, they can still come across these pages in the search results and then jump in and then they're kind of in his ecosystem and can go from there. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, all right. Before I, before I get all over the place, if we wanted to do that, let's say a contractor wants to do that. What's the approach? Do I, do I hit up my web guy and say, Hey, look, uh, I want to, I want to capitalize on, we'll just use the Marydale example. I want to capitalize on Marydale. Can we add a page on, uh, why to use 100% silicone in showers? Like, is that how we how we get the page added? I'm sure it's not something that we could be doing ourselves because I have no clue where to start. Like, do we just hit up our web guy and say, "Hey, look, uh, I, I need I need more uh, online real estate." Yeah, yeah. So basically, you know, any person who's built your site is going to know how to add a page. Um, they you may depending on what plan you, they originally set you up with, you may have to pay a little bit for the page. Um, and, and I think we were talking about this off air before, but, you know, a lot of people get a website built and they think that that automatically takes care of them for the search engine optimization. And I was kind of walking through with you where, you know, we have website packages anywhere from um, 1500 to four grand, depending on, you know, the complexity and the number of pages and, how much content we're writing and all of that. But then for people to take advantage of SEO services, that's an ongoing monthly thing where they pay, you know, anywhere from a, a thousand up, right? Um, Cause we're, we're looking to really move the needle for them. So, you know, some people may have like a maintenance package where you can just, you know, add in some pictures or add in some pages. Um, and they may not have you set up on an SEO package because to do it properly, you, you know, you've got to put time and effort into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think based on our conversation, yeah, you would, you would hit up your guys and you would say, Hey, you know, I'd like to add some more pages here. They may be able to write the content. Um, I'm not sure how their agency is set up, but they may have a content writer that can, you know, you kind of give them the direction you want it to head, maybe shoot them a few examples of the other sites and the type of content um, that you're looking for and then get them to write it and, and put it up there. And then, yeah, they would publish it and, you know, boom, you're good to go. Got it. Got it. Um, now another thing back to, back to keywords, uh, the keywords that we would, uh, the, like the sites that you mentioned that we would, uh, be coming across or researching. Are these the words that customers are using? Are these words that we want to be, um, looked up for? So are we searching for words that are already being typed in? Are we searching for words that uh that we can use that you know may be ideal for I guess a target customer or something. Yeah, so basically what you're looking for um is uh you know the the types of things that people are typing in. So there's a great book called They Ask You Answer by Marcus Sheridan. Um and basically it runs through, you know, one of his suggestions is if you've been out selling or you have salespeople selling the, the product or the service that you offer, 
you know, they're going to get a lot of questions or you're going to get a lot of questions if you're out in the field about, you know, the different things like you, you mentioned about the silicone um, there, you know, they, they may have questions about, you know, how expensive is this going to be? How, how much is this? And ultimately, if you can answer those, those list of questions, Marcus recommends, um, and this is something we've done for clients, shoot us over a list of 50 questions that you get commonly. And if you have five different salespeople, get each one of them to write down a list of 50 questions. If you don't have salespeople, you know, try and think back yourself or even put a poll out on social media. Like what kind of things would you look for if you were to, um, you know, be looking for tile work? What would you type into Google? Um, and so you kind of get a cross section of these different questions that people are asking, different wordings that they use. Um, and that can help you to, to really narrow that down. Um, but you can also, you know, use some of those, those tools that I mentioned to see what, what the search volume is, um, in different areas and, and see what keywords people are using when they're searching for tile services, for example. But, but honestly, the organic stuff is where we get the best results. Um, you know, we'll, we'll match that up against what we're doing, but you know, real people are asking real questions online to try and get their questions answered. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. These people, they're going to love this show. If they don't, I'm going to love it. I'm going to listen to the show. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this episode, I don't know how many I times. Love it. Um, so I like to talk numbers. Uh, I love talking about prices. Um, and I think this is a, a really good, good question for anybody listening. And I, I, I'm going to try to ask it to where you can, you can, uh, it's not too all over the place. Can you give us a, a fair price for, let's say the average contractor, um, maybe a crew or two or solo that, that, that they should pay for a, a website that's actually doing the, the SEO background work. Is, is there a number that you can, uh, 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 a ballpark that you can put us in? Because I think a lot of us go into it and think we hear one of those 5,000, 10,000, prices for a website and we're like wow I didn't think it was going to cost that much because we don't understand what all goes into it so for a really quality uh, website that is going to do the work that we expect a website to do can you give us a price range for the average contractor yeah yeah absolutely so I mean the first thing I would say even before diving into um, getting someone else to do a website if you're just starting out my number one thing would be get your Google business live, Google business listing live, get your Facebook page live, um, be active on both of those areas. Um, Google even has, you know, you can get a simple website built for free that basically takes the information from your listing and populates it there. It's not going to be the prettiest thing you've ever seen, but it's something um, you can attach a domain to it. So if you're just starting out, that's what I would recommend. Um, I'm, the first to tell you, you know, if it, if it just doesn't seem like a good fit, um, I don't want it. I don't want you to be spending your money with me. You know, there's some other things that you can be doing before maybe you get to, to where um, we are, right? Um, door hangers, if you're doing stuff that makes sense to do that. Um, yard signs are another thing. Tile's a little bit different. So, um, 
you know, Pinterest is actually a great way to get um, pictures of your jobs out there and you can link back to your Google business listing. Um, I know, I know several contractors that almost solely use Pinterest just because, you know, you can actually rank some stuff on Pinterest there. Um, but once you get into the website, our packages start, like I said, uh, I was just, I was just pulling it up here. Ours actually start at 1800. We have, um, just rolled out a payment plan for breaking it up into monthly payments over a year. And then you, you don't have to, you know, put the whole bill at the beginning and then they go up to a, around, I think it's like 4,200. Um, once again, broken up into 12 payments. Um, you can get people out there that will build cheaper websites and, and are, are good. Um, those are the prices that we've set just based on, you know, we typically offer more than just a website build. You know, we, we, we like to say we're in your corner once you sign the, the first check. Um, but anywhere, you know, you can get a site anywhere from, from 500 to most, most sites for contractors will pop out around five or, or six, um, you know, depending on, on what you need. Um, but that's, that's the typical range for a website. And, and ultimately, it comes down to, certainly for us on pricing, it comes down to how much content are we writing? Um, because we, we try and really knock it out of the park with the, with the content, which would be the words and, and all of that. And then how many pages? Because each page has to be set up, you know, within reason, customized to be relevant for the service that's being talked about on the page or, or the function that the page needs to have. I guess that don't sound bad. Is that like a, a annual uh annual fee? So for us, we we have you know the build fee, which would be you know anywhere from eighteen hundred to four, um, broken up over over twelve months, and then um, you would have like a monthly hosting slash maintenance fee. Typically, is what we're doing. Um, and we're actually just re-ironing those prices, but they they range from like twenty five dollars a month up to like seventy dollars a month, depending on the the website package you have. No, that, that, I mean, I don't know about anybody else. That don't sound bad. Uh, I spent a lot of money just today and, um, it wasn't all money that was going to bring me money. So <laughs> that price don't sound bad when, when you're talking about increasing revenue. But again, that's just me. Right. I don't mind spending money when I know I'm getting money back. I don't think the average person does, but, um, exactly. Let's talk about content. So, so, that, that is to clarify that that is just the website build. We do some basic SEO optimization, but it's not really the nuts and bolts. I think, I think that's probably the next question you were going to ask there. It wasn't, but now that you bring it up, it's about to be. So let's talk about the website that's working for us in the background. How much does that cost? The, the one where, you know, we'd be doing more of the work, like yeah. the monthly ongoing work to yeah. optimize it and everything. Yeah. That one. Um, so, so our rates, um, just because we're getting to the point where, you know, we're, we're getting a few more clients and we need to make sure we take care of our current clients and continue to upgrade our knowledge. Um, I think I mentioned to you, um, off air, but I was looking back over, um, budgets today and, uh, I've spent about 40,000, um, on courses and stuff over the last two years just to make sure that we're, we're on top of our game and, and operating at the highest level for our clients. So. Our prices start um, for SEO at $1,000 a month, and we usually ask clients for a minimum of six months. Um, typically, what we'll see is it takes anywhere from six to 12 months to see. So typically, you'll start to see movement in the first three to four months, and then to really get to where you need to go, depending on competition, depending on how 
hard. Other people are working on their sites, et cetera. Um, it's going to take around six to 12 months um, to, to get the needle moved to where, you know, basically if we've done our job right, we can kind of tone things down. We may be doing some upkeep and whatnot, but ultimately, you know, you get to a point where your website is just rolling in the background, showing up when people are searching, they're hopping in, they're calling you from the, straight from the website. They're requesting quotes from the website, et cetera. Um, it's just a, a generating machine to, to keep shooting jobs over to you that you can go out and, and bid and all of that stuff. And you know what I think from just, just mentioning that, uh, uh, I feel like that's that's probably one of the areas where, um, you know, contractors are on a fence because uh, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, it just came to mind of uh, somebody that's like doing some physical training. You know, you, you typically start seeing uh, results once you've been consistent for three months. But, mm-hmm. to, but to tell somebody like, you know what, you'll start seeing results in six months. The average person is going to be like, you know what, uh, I'm good. Like I'm, it's not that serious. Like I'm not. <laughs> I'll just not start. If it's going to take six months for me to see results, let me find another way to do it. So <laughs> that's, yeah. the, that's what came to mind. Yeah, and <laughs> and the tricky thing that we're up against too is there's a lot of agencies out there that they promise the world, and then. And then they don't see it. So there's a lot of contractors that, you know, they may have heard of SEO. They may have heard of some of their friends being burned by it. And so we're, you know, we, we, we like to say, you know, we'd like to help you earn back that trust. But um, ultimately, it's, we're just not a good fit for someone because they've been burned so hard by, by other agencies um, that they they just rather go another route. And that there are other ways to do it. Um, you know, we, we have seen contractors do awesome with other ways of, of generating leads but, but we you know we tried at one point to be the be all end all and, and offer all those things but we've just kind of come back to our core competency and, and continue to offer that and, and are doing well with that and you know what as contractors uh and as a contractor it's kind of we we gotta we gotta uh really soak this one in because this is the same relationship we have with customers that is like oh you mm-hmm. know what um, I'm not really ready and it's not about you. I'm just not the right fit when we deal with the same thing with customers and we grab about it all the time. But then when it comes to yeah. us being the customer, we do the same exact thing, you know, like it's the same thing. Exactly. Like, you know what? Um, I've had so many people take advantage of me. I don't really trust you anymore. Lewis, you know, you probably a great company, but, I just don't feel like giving you that much money up front because I've been taken advantage of. And you're yeah. just probably sitting over there like, but you can trust me. I have, you know, I'm, I'm the good guy, but it's the same, the same relationship. Yeah. Ultimately, you know, we're, we're just working like every, every contractor should be is to, to get more feedback, get more video testimonials, show more results, right? Like it's on us essentially that we haven't told a story that, convinces them in their mind. Some people aren't convincible and you don't want to chase those people. Um, but you know, if it, if it was me searching for a service, I'd be asking the same questions, especially if I'd been, been burnt on something. Right. So, you know, you have to take that in stride as a service provider in any industry. Now, um, let's dive into, uh, the, the content side of things. Um, do you find that 
your your clients come into I guess the the business relationship with content that they just don't know that they have and they can utilize it? Are you guys building a lot of the content? Um, and the reason I ask that is because I'm always hearing about you know transcribing. I think that's what it is, uh, mm-hmm. like podcasts, because a lot of a lot of a lot of us have a lot of information. We just don't know how to format it. Um, and I ask that again because me having this podcast, I got what fifty one episodes. I think 52, 53, somewhere along the lines. But I've answered a lot of questions, but it's only in audio form. Mm-hmm. If I were to get it transcribed and put it into a print form, I could have 50 additional pages. Mm-hmm. So how, how are you are you finding that contractors have content that they don't know they have and you don't have to do as much building? Or is it people that's just like clean slate? They need your services. So it, all the it way. runs a range. Typically, the people that we've you know worked with, they're at a point where they've realized content's important. Um, they just don't want to write it all. So um, we we often try and get people like we'll do a lot of project pages. Um, like I'm thinking of a few remodeling contractors. We'll get them to do a lot of pictures um, throughout the build process and just throw them all in a file for us. And then at the at random parts through the build we'll get them to walk around and just do some video for us. And then that brings us up to the speed as if we're on the site. And then we can write out the content. Um, some people, you know, um, pressure washing is one where typically contractors take a lot of video. Um, Kyle, you know, time-lapse videos can be really cool. Um, but yeah, as far as the content, you know, typically we're seeing, you know, they may have a lot of pictures, but not a lot of written stuff for even audio. I think you're, you're a bit unique in having a podcast, which is awesome. Um, and I will say one thing you can do is take a, um, there's a, a software called Loom and I know there's multiple ones for transcribing, but it's Loom L O O M. And you can actually just play back a recording of your podcast, record it onto there, and then it will create a transcription. Um, I started doing that for my YouTube videos, the trans getting them to do, getting Loom to, to spit out the words. I just edit it a bit because sometimes the words come through funny, but then you have a lot of content there. Um, and you would have a lot of content you could turn into words off of the podcast for sure. And then I could send it to my web guy and say, Hey, look, I need another page. Exactly. Uh, hell yeah. We got, we cooking with uh fish pot grease now, Lewis. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, I'm, I look, I, I've, I've gotten so much from this, uh, episode already. I'm not sure. I don't know what else to ask because I feel like that's. I, I do have a couple other things. Oh, please, um, please. That are I think are. Please. Yeah. Um, basically, on the Google business listing, we have. If you hop over to our site, um, you can just download this PDF, but I'll kind of just read off of it. I have it in front of me. Um, but we've got like eight ways to get more more money out of your Google business listing, and you know we we've, we've talked a lot about the website. I think Google business listing is, is very important too. So um, the reviews we touched on, that's a great way to do it. Um, you can fill out products on your Google business listing. And there's a ton of area for you to put in content. Uh, I, I believe it's 5,000 characters. 
um, for each product. And so you can, you could do like backsplashes and then you could do a whole spiel on, you know, what you do and where you do it. The, the types of backsplashes, questions people should be asking, um, you know, ballpark price ranges, et cetera. Um, and you can get some more content on there. You can also get people to ask specific questions on the Q and A part of your Google business listing. Um, you know, someone could ask, do you do backsplashes in Marydale? And you could say, yes, we do. We love doing, you know, we've served customers in Marydale before doing backsplashes, shower remodels, um, et cetera. And then you've just, you've got in your keywords of what you do and where you do it um, in a creative way um, that, you know, informs more people what you do and where you do it, but also tells Google that. Um, and then my ultimate favorite one that a lot of people don't know about, but we've seen move the needle a ton is to rename your pictures before you upload them to your Google business system. And what I mean by that is typically if you're just doing it from your phone, it's just going to go in with the image 54321 name that comes auto generated off your phone when it takes the picture. But if you can take that extra step to put it on your, on your computer, rename the photo. So let, let's say you have a backsplash picture that you did in Marydale for the sake of, of this podcast mm-hmm. and, and kind of where we're focusing on. Yeah. Um, you would rename that backsplash picture to, you know, maybe simply intricate design completed a custom backsplash in Marydale. Right. So you've, you've got your company name in there. You've got your, um, you know, the type of job you did and you've got the location. So um, and you can get creative about, with those names. You, you're talking about the file name, like, of the picture, like the, the JPEG file name. That's exactly right. Yeah, because Google sees that name, um, and I can actually rank those pictures. That's totally separate from the Google business listing, but those pictures can show up in the image searches, and then that um, being attached to your Google business listing can help inform Google what you do and where you do it. Oh. oh my god. I know y'all didn't know that. I know y'all didn't know that. I'm not well, maybe y'all did. I didn't know that. If I didn't know it, I know it's a lot of other people that didn't know it. Louis, you killing it with this. Look, you're gonna have we're gonna we're gonna start our own SEO companies after this. That's <laughs> I love it. The simply intricate SEO. The simply intricate SEO. Like man. So I've done I, I would always uh name my pictures in Google, but I've, again, never known uh, that renaming the file name could help me. Like, that's, that's crazy. It's just a layer, layer of information. And I guess on on that topic, I'll, I'll, I'll jump off there. If you guys have any videos, uh, like I know you're pretty comfortable on video and you, you've done a few videos, um, and I, I honestly didn't check too, too closely um, but if you're if you're not throwing them on Google, you should be, and you can um, you can show up again. You can take another search result with a YouTube video. So you know to to do some basic SEO on that. You know, change the name to something that makes sense, um, and then upload it, and then write a little blurb, link back to your website, link to your Google business listing, um, and then you can even set the location to to the area that you want to want it to show up in. But YouTube is, is owned by Google. It's the second largest search engine. So the more spots you can take, the better. So YouTube's a strategy we're using a lot for clients. Um, even putting together like slideshow-like videos 
or getting them to um, do before and after videos of like shower models. Um, you know, I, I referred to pressure washing earlier. There's a lot of cool videos that can come out of that. Videos of you talking, even you talking on a job and say, you know, this is, this is something that's really important that a lot of people don't take into consideration behind the scenes. You know, before you even put the tile on, there's a heck of a lot of work that goes into making sure that that tile is not going to be spitting water everywhere to your house, right? Um, and so walking people, educating people on that um, is, is important because, you know, a lot of people have no idea what goes into a tile. So if you come to them, educating them on this is what you need to see from your contractor. Obviously, you know, you may go with a Schluter system and, and someone else may go with um, fiber cement board or whatever. But, you know, walk them through the different types of things that can be done and what they should be looking for when their contractor is doing it or quoting it. Um, and there's, that's a way that you build confidence in them because it's like, oh, I didn't know that. Let's, um, you know, let's talk to Anthony because he seems to know what he's doing. And it gives confidence in you, you know, kind of pulling back the curtain on what you're doing too and allows them to be like, you know, we trust him to, to do that. Um, one of, one of our contractors most watched videos, I think I put it up last week and within two days it had like 200 views which is so random because most of them get like 10 views in a week mm -hmm. when we throw them up but this was it was just a video they have a little duck that they use and they fill their shower basin up with water and then uh, they test it and they just float this duck on it started as a joke but we did a little video on float test thread for them and people love it we optimized it for like leaking shower in his area um and and a lot of people were jumping in and and even like going to the website and, and, and calling in. So it's, you know, the more content you can have out there, you know, something random like that might, might do really well. And, you know, at that point it's making you money. All right. Now we're talking about videos. That's, that's my lane right there. Uh, I like doing videos, quality on videos and uh, where are we putting them. I'm assuming we're going to YouTube with them um, using our, our keywords. We can be doing this with mm -hmm. our cell phones uh and also the length of the video. Do they have to be a long video? Uh, is it better to do a shorter video that can get our point across to where people can watch it and they're just bumping up those views? Like what's what's the direction or the guidance on, on these videos? Because I know there's people that's doing it. Some people are not taking advantage of it. I do it, but I get, I'm, I'm a perfectionist. I get caught up on quality. Like sometimes if my lighting, my lighting isn't right, if my audio isn't right, it's like, nope, I'm not doing that one because it's not going to look a certain way. So please help me and help everybody else that's listening. This show is mainly going to yeah. be about me, y'all. I just want y'all to know. <laughs> just <want> y know. <laughs> um, so I would say I, don't, I haven't tested different lengths of video. Um, I've done more testing with the um, keywords that are used in the description, the length of description. Um, you know, trying to get something that, that has some more random keywords in it. Mm -hmm. um, like in this case, we did like shower leaking um, or leaking shower testing. But ultimately, you know, this was actually not a very good quality video. It was a cell phone video and the audio is pretty low. Um, but people, people jumped in and, and listened to it. So, I mean, I would say get your phone out and take a video of yourself. A lot of people hate being on video. You can take video of your job um, and then talk in it. But like guys and girls, people are seeing you talk to them when you're there on the job site. So they already know what you look like. Right. 
And if you can put your faith in it, you're just building another level of trust because they feel like they already know you before you get there. Um, so I would say, pull out your cell phone, take a video, put it on YouTube today. Um, and then, you know, you can mess around with the keywords. You can do all that, but make a YouTube channel, link it back to your website, um, link it to your Google business listing, um, link it to your Facebook page. You have an opportunity to link, link all those out, do a description on the channel, um, and then do, do descriptions on the videos and, and talk about what you do and where you do them. And you'll be light years ahead of almost every contractor out there. And they don't have to be nothing special. I see a lot of YouTube, uh, YouTube videos. They always have, you know, the real YouTube uh, art on it, um, which they look cool. I don't know if it helps people click on your videos. I'm assuming it does, but I guess since everybody's doing it now, it's not really that big of a wow factor. If they want to watch it, they want to watch it. But the keywords and descriptions are more important. Yeah, so keywords and descriptions are good for ranking. Um, the thumbnail, you, you did bring up a good point with the thumbnail. Um, I use a software called Canva. It's like Canvas, like the, with a with a painting on it, but oh, it's yeah. just I Canva without the S. Um, that's what I use. It's like twelve dollars a month. I'm no expert at thumbnails, but I, I do know you know people that do this day in and day out. They recommend you know getting a catchy thumbnail if you can. If you go to my YouTube channel, I would say fifty percent of them have thumbnails. Um, and, and the rest don't because I just, I'm, I'm very focused on putting out content and not necessarily having the perfect content. Sometimes I'll go back and put a thumbnail on it. Um, but yeah, if, if you want to get funky with it, thumbnails can definitely, definitely help catch people's attention. And I just learned the other day that if you put your phone number <clears throat> and your website on the image, Google's smart enough to know what's going on in that image and that they'll actually, you know, use that as another little information bit to, you know, just build some more trust and authority with you online. Oh, look, I feel so much better. Y'all just don't understand. This is the, this is the episode that I needed. I mean, we, we need it. I love it. I love <laughs> it. About everybody, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, man, uh, I, if, if listeners didn't understand SEO before this episode, I bet they do now. Um, is there anything else that we could be doing in addition to uh, creating content, um, optimizing pages on our website, uh, doing YouTube videos? What about uh, oh Google Google Business Listing? Um, what about like Facebook ads and those kind of things? I I am not big on uh, spending money on ads mainly because I have not mastered the science of it. So I don't like just throwing money away for trial and error and then not coming back to me. So is there any uh-huh. pointers you can give us on uh, either Google ads or Facebook ads, Instagram ads, any of these social media ads that uh, send out our brand to hopefully bring back leads and jobs? Yeah, for sure. So, um, the, the last place you can put content just before we dive into the ads is Pinterest, like I mentioned. So you can take all those videos and you can throw them on Pinterest. You can also make an account on Vimeo, a free account, and throw them up there um, along with some, some, you know, descriptions of the video. And it's just more real estate that you're taking up. So, you know, if, if people are, are looking for different ways to get an edge, um, these are things that, you know, 90% of your competitors are not doing. So take advantage of that stuff if you really want to, if you want to get an edge. 
Um, as far as ads, so Facebook ads in general, um, like I said, we have offered Facebook ads. Uh, we offer more customers to Google ads if it's a good fit. Um, I have a guy that, that's really good at that on the team. Um, Facebook ads oftentimes are good for generating interest. They're not necessarily, if you run them strictly for leads, um, they may not be the best quality just because you may get some tire kickers, et cetera. But they're a great way to build up long-term brand recognition. Um, and that's probably my favorite way to do it. There are some guys who are crushing it with Facebook ads and save automation to follow up and all of that. And, and I've seen that work well. It's just not something we do. So I'm not going to dive too deep into that. Gotcha. Um, I can refer people over to someone if, if they're interested in that. Um, cause I know some guys that are, that are doing really well at it. Um, but as far as brand recognition, you can, um, you can run different types of ads and the boosting, everyone will tell you don't boost. Um, don't boost the Facebook page, uh, post. Everyone in the industry will tell you that. Um, but boosting has gotten better. And for if you're trying to get more people liking your page and just seeing the work that you're doing, it can work decently okay. Um, they've gotten the mechanics of it a lot better and a lot closer to the, you know, the higher level stuff that we would see on the back end of an agency running ads. Um, so it can be good. The, the most important thing to do, though, is if you're going to run an ad, uh, boost an ad or run an ad, um, make sure you've got your location set. Um, with a radius around it, you can drop a pin or you can search for, you know, Marydale. We'll go back to that. Um, make sure you have a radius around there because I see ads all the time of people, um, you know, across the country that are running an excavation ad. And I'm like, you know, if, if I did need excavation, you're not going to come all the way across the country. So why are you running the ad here? You're just spending money on, on me um, yeah. uselessly. So it's very important that you focus in on the area. That's the most important thing. And then you can get creative with the um, targeting as well. So you can choose uh, by income bracket. Facebook knows that actually pretty well based on people's search history and all that fun stuff. Um, you can do it based on like interest. So, you know, maybe you want to focus on business owners. because Typically they're doing fairly well for themselves and they may have a little more money. Um, you can focus on income, like I said, interests, um, you know, maybe it's home renovations or home shows or something like that. Um, but those are those are kind of a, the high level stuff I would look at if you were to do Facebook ads. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I've heard that. Uh, you know, like you said, that you shouldn't boost. Um, I've noticed on my business page lately that uh, like the engagement is like almost just like completely stopped. Um, and I mm -hmm. think that's because they're trying to encourage me to buy some ads uh, because I have close to 4,000 followers on my business page. But when I tell you my engagement, is yeah, like, which is awesome. My engagement is like 16 on all of my posts, like 16, gotcha. 16 likes, maybe 16 views. Like people not liking it is like, okay, uh, you're clearly not showing it to people because I know that they see it or they should see it. Um, so I know for me, I've lately started increasing, uh, my ads, um, just to kind of get that engagement going back again, because of course it's, it's, it's a money game and I'm sure Facebook is like, you know what, you're not spending money with us. We're not showing you to tell anybody because you're a business. You should be making yeah. money and you should be spending money. 
<laughs> exactly. I mean, the algorithm has gotten a lot trickier with organic content, which is, you know, not paid. So yeah, really, if you want to show up with your Facebook post, um, I love to see how many followers you've got. Um, but you know, essentially they're not seeing it if you're not putting money behind it. Right. Cause that's how Facebook works. So sad. Can we all just get along? <laughs> um, Lewis, this was hands down. I, I no offense to nobody else. This was my favorite episode because when I tell you, I did not understand. Um, I think I've I've been through like two. I might be on my third web guy because I could not understand and nobody could explain it to me. Um, so for me, this is. These, I'm gonna be listening to this episode a lot. <laughs> like I normally, I, I don't listen. To, I, I never listen to my episodes unless I'm editing. Um, it's a struggle for me to listen to other podcasts because I'm always doing things. But this one right here, yeah, yeah it's gonna be on the playlist. So well, I, I appreciate it, and, and and you know anybody listening, and and even yourself, Anthony. You know I'm I'm always available for a thirty minute call, no charge, and and I love. I love doing that because ultimately I want to see everybody win. Um, you know, we can walk through some, some different strategies specific to what's going on. We'll even do a video um, and just give people some tips. So definitely, definitely reach out. Um, you know, obviously we'll be chatting some and I can do that for you, but um, anybody who's listening, feel free to reach out. Absolutely. Can you remind us of some of these, uh, some of these places that we, we need to be looking up the, the, the name of the book, and the author that you mentioned earlier. Yes. Yeah. So they ask you answer. Um, it's awesome book. Um, Marcus Sheridan is his name. Um, and he, he's written that, but I think he's written a few other books as well. That's the only one I've, I've gotten into with his, um, but brilliant, brilliant marketing mind when it comes to organic content. Um, I, I believe that was the only book that I mentioned. Yeah, uh, it was. The, here. Uh, the only other, I guess, uh, resource that I was going to ask about was the software or the website to transcribe content. To do, to transcribe. Yeah. So, yeah. So I mentioned a couple. So Loom, um, L O O M. Um, you can, what I know there's some other ones out there. I use Loom all the time. I'm sure there's a software where you can just upload audio bits to it or a website. I just haven't looked into it too much. Um, I, I truthfully just started doing the transcribing about a couple of weeks ago. Um, just cause I, I'm running out of time typing. Yeah. Um, and then I mentioned the, the Google business listing PDF. Um, if you hop over to our website, um, blue crocus solutions, so it's blue crocus.ca. Spell, it, spell it for them. Cause I, I, I could imagine that they don't know how to spell it. Sure. So it's blue, like the color blue. And then crocus is C R O. C-U-S, and then .ca. So um, it's, it's basically a flower, the blue crocus flower. Um, our, our thing is we're, we're here to put in the work in the winter season, so come out fresh in the spring. Um, but, uh, yeah, jump in there, go to the resources page, and you can just fill out your, your info. We do that just so we don't have a bunch of spammers jumping in there. Um, fill out your info, and you can snag the PDF on some of the, going over some of the stuff I went over, and there's a couple more nuggets in there, too. Oh man, that's amazing. Uh, amazing. Lewis, uh, do me a favor. <laughs> Remind everybody who you are, uh, who you do it for, where you do it, how they can get in touch with you, because I'm sure somebody is going to be reaching out and spending some money with you, hopefully. 
Uh, that's the goal on every episode is to get somebody to spend some kind of money with you. So let them know how they can do that. Uh, your social media handles, all that. This is the promo time plug, whatever you want to plug. That sounded horrible. I love it. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And I just want to practice it with, you know, I'm, I'm here for anyone who wants to jump on a quick call um, or needs a video. Obviously, we need some customers to keep going, but the more people I can help <laughs> with at no cost, the happier I am. So, um, Lewis Vandervoch, um, at Blue Crocus Solutions. So basically on, on Instagram, I'm Lewis Vandervoch. On Facebook, I'm Lewis Vandervoch. Um, you can feel free to connect with me on those platforms. I'm on LinkedIn as Lewis Vandervoch as well. Um, and then, and then you can look up Blue Crocus Solutions, uh, the business page there. You can message that page. Um, and, and get in touch with us. My phone number is 506-323-8630. So feel free to shoot me a text or, or reach out. Just let me know what uh, what I can do to help. And definitely happy to jump in with anyone. Again, I appreciate you 100%. This was a great show, great stuff, great stuff for people to uh, be able to build uh, some revenue from, to gather and comp- compile their SEO so they can increase their revenue. Um, I'm, I know for a fact that we've helped people you've helped me and I appreciate it. I, I'm, I wish you the best of luck. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. Keep uh, providing this content to people. And that's just how we help each other as contractors and as humans. Um, that's what it's all about. Passing it on to the next person. Uh, I look forward to talking to you again. Uh, I'll try not to call you every day because I got a lot of questions, but, um, <laughs> I love it. I, mean, I love it. I, I appreciate the, I appreciate the opportunity. And I'm, you know, like I said, my, my goal is to leave the world a better place. And this is the avenue that I'm doing it through right now. So, um, you know, it's, it's an honor to be on here with you. Hey, well, you're definitely doing it. And like I said, keep doing it. Uh, everybody appreciates it, appreciates it. And we're going to, we're going to keep rocking on. So until next time, I will talk to you later, Lewis. Um, thank everybody for uh, joining into the show, and y'all tune into next episode. All right, all right, all right. Hey, look, I know that you had to be ex- as excited about the episode as I was um, because those were nuggets that I don't know who else would have gave this to us at no cost, but. If you want to support the show for all these nuggets that you're getting, please visit floormastersmerch.com and pick up some swag. Get you a hat, get you a, a, a beanie, get you a face mask, get you a, 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 a workout suit, get a, a hoodie. We got tons of merchandise. You can support the show so we can keep providing people with golden nuggets like we did today. Again, I appreciate Lewis for coming on the show. Y'all make sure y'all hit him up because he definitely, he obviously has the answers. Until next time, thank y'all for tuning into the Floor Masters podcast, and we are out of here.